Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a black marriage crisis. So I asked black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. Honestly, I don't remember <laughs> all the details. I don't remember all the details, but uh, uh, we were down in, well, I, you know, we were down in Soho. I saw her, and in that moment, uh, well, first of all, I'm not the type of guy that approaches me. But for whatever reason, in that moment, everything inside of me said, you absolutely have to say something. Um, you, know, you know, you only have a few seconds or, or a few, yeah, a few seconds to really think about what that is. So she was passing me by. I approached her and asked for directions. My and, size is a little different, but... <laughs> that's what happened essentially. I was um, I was leaving work and um, saw him as I was leaving the building, and it turned out we worked for the same work with the same company. I was an agent at the time, and he was a, he was represented there, and uh, he tapped me on my shoulder a couple blocks later, and Attempt? yeah, and said, "Excuse me, could you something about like which direction is West Broadway or something?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, blah blah blah." And he's like, did I just see you coming out of court? And I was like, yeah. Um, and he's like, are you a model? And I was like, <laughs> um, and he asked to walk with me and asked me where I was going. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm represented there. And you know, how long have you worked there? And it's strange because you don't you know people in fashion. So um, we walked and we talked and uh, he asked me um, where I was going. Well, I have an eyebrow, eyebrow appointment. I was like, oh Lord. And um, he's like, oh, what do you, are you, do you have like a function? And I was like, oh yeah, I have a rehearsal dinner. And he's like, oh, you're getting married. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not getting married. Uh, but I am married, if that's what you're asking me. <laughs> and um, I, I just, I could see him like, he's late. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, well, what about you? And he's like, uh, I'm divorced. <laughs> and then it got a little tricky because uh, in that moment, I like grabbed his forearm and I was like, when did you know? When did you know? Like, when did you know to pick up the phone and call the lawyer and just like make it happen? Like, when, when, and, and he was like. Yeah, I wasn't expecting <laughs> <laughs> This crazy change <laughs> on my heart. And uh, he was just like, um, you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, you should take my number. And I was just like, I kind of snapped out of it. And I was like, uh, I'm so sorry. And I was mortified. And I was just like, well, you know, it was nice meeting you. And, you know, he was like, well, we should still, you know, I'll, I'll see you around for the exchange cards. As soon as she said she was married to me, it was a wrap. Because, you know, I was just coming out of the situation. The last thing I wanted to do was to get involved with somebody who had some issues. Yeah, I didn't know any parts of that stuff. Yeah. So. 
but we worked at the same agency. This is and we he didn't ironic. we didn't call each yeah. other obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could face him after that little meltdown. Um, about seven months later, eight months maybe. Eight months. Um, I got a email, and it was like an, an invitation to a party, and at my his div- house. My divorce was final, <laughs> and it so, was my, it was my emancipation party. So I um, I went, took some girlfriends with me, and 150 uh, people. It was it was amazing. Three floors, packed. Fight. Yeah. Of, it, it was also wall to wall models. Yeah. It was also a fight party too. So it was a uh, nobody knew that I was you know, divorced. That was just my own little inner thing going on, but it was really a fight. That's what everybody came from. But, uh, yeah, it was so Zab fun. Judah was fighting um, Mayweather. Mayweather. Yeah. And I went to high school with Zab. So, you know, I was like, I'm there. And uh, took some girlfriends and like I said, wall-to-wall models. So I was like, oh, he's one of those guys. Everybody was. When you're in fashion, there are guys <laughs> that date models, only models, and then there are guys that date regular girls. And I was like, okay, I see, I see. I actually date regular girls. I just know about <laughs> I just wanted a night out. Honestly, I was just happy to, to be out. Um, I had filed for divorce and moved out. And um, Of course, I didn't know all of any of So, So at the party, uh, he ignores me all night, which is fine. He's I was built. hosting. <laughs> there were 100 plus people. And his friend <laughs> hit on me all night. I was just like... Somebody shoot me. And um, at the end of the night, I was like, hey, I'm leaving. You know, this is fun. Thanks for inviting me. And he was like, no, 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 wait. And he like pulled me into the bedroom where there was like, like, you know, it was off limits. And he's like, so how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. And he's like, so, you know, last time I saw you, you were like in a meltdown moment. (laughs) And I was like, "Um, no, no, I left that situation. Like that just, and then he tried to convince me that I shouldn't get divorced. Divorce, no. divorce sucks. You no, know, and you know. Coming out of that, and I, you know, I didn't want to see her. If she could work it out, if they had a chance, you know, from my perspective, it's best to try and fix it because it's, you know, it's no joke. Like it can get really ugly. So. What was that <laughs> I don't think that he was genuinely. I think there was a part of him that was like, don't, you know, no. Like Kevin Hart was, <laughs> yeah. no. I think there's a part of him that was like, you know, no, you should probably try to work it out. It's, it's rough. But, you know, the, the guy that stopped me on the street is not the guy that wanted to talk me into staying married. You know what I mean? So Listen, I was like, no, I, I'm, I wanted, that's I wanted over. to make sure, you know, that she was okay, you know? So I was like, yeah, that's over. And he was like, well, can I take you to lunch? <laughs> I was like, sure. So then like the very next business day, it was a sad, the part, that party was a Saturday. That Monday, he showed up at the agency and he popped his head in my office and he was like, hi, are you available for lunch? And I was like, if I had known I was going on a lunch date, I would have like worn makeup and worn a cute outfit. <laughs> I look like death right over me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, um, you know, we went to lunch. We went to lunch. <laughs> we went to lunch. And it didn't, we didn't get, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I was like, like right out of one. And I was just like, I mean, I'm not looking for anything. So I don't, I don't think I was. I think um, it was just. You were in a different place. 
Oh yeah, I was I I I've gone through my process and had a lot more time to you know get rid of and be done with all of that. So yeah, I was definitely. We started mm -hmm. off as um as friends, right? Fun buddies. With, with fun buddies. <laughs> we started off as fun buddies. That was the, like, it was like an arrangement. Like, we, like, sat down and, like, had a business meeting about it. We were like, listen, this is where I am, and this is all I can really, all I'm really interested in right now. And he was like, cool. <laughs> you know, and he was actually seeing a couple other girls, and I was going out on dates with other people, you know, first date, second date, and he... Um, you know, we talked about the other girls he was seeing. Yeah, cards on the table. And uh, we were fine. Everybody was being responsible and healthy about, you know, the whole situation. And uh, it only took me about two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I'm done. I'm done. About three weeks <laughs> in, he was like, um, he, he sat me down for another business meeting. And he was like, uh, so uh, I, I want to give us a real shot. And I, I'm thinking about like cutting off everybody else and like, I really want to try this for real with you. I really like you. And I was like, who does that? You get to have your cake and eat it too. Like, a man whose guy mind is made up, who knows what he wants, <laughs> and is ready to move forward. That's who, that's who does it. So, of course, I resisted. <laughs> I was like, yeah, not really. You know, it took me another like four months maybe to get there. But he worked on me. He was working overtime. <laughs> I don't know if I've told her this, but I knew that first, the first time we had lunch. You know, just, um, I got a sense for who she was. Uh, you know, when you ask the right questions, you get the answers that you need. Um, and I knew from there that this had a chance. Not that I was even looking for that, because again, I was just coming out of the course. But, I knew that, you know, this, yeah, I, I, could, I could see this happen. And as time went on, the more time I spent with her, the more I got to see who she really was, you know, I mean, two weeks, you still haven't, you know, let all your, your, your guards down, but I knew enough to know that I want to focus on this. And, and, you know, the other women that I was dating at the time didn't really hold the camera, quite frankly. Um, not that they were not good people, but, based on what I was looking for, based on what I know of myself and what I need, it was here. I knew I wanted to be in a relationship with him when we went to Africa. Okay. And um, he left me to house it that this, summer. This, it's this, like four, four or five months right, later, he like left four, me to five, house right. it. Um, and like, that spoke volumes to me because he left me with his computer, with his house, with his home, with everything. So, you know, I was going through drawers and like clicking and going through computers and laptops and going through cameras. <laughs> um, and he had to know I was doing that. I mean, we're only like four or five months in, so. When you don't have anything to hide, that's the last and thing you I'm know, thinking about. And I wasn't accustomed <laughs> to being someone who was that like, like cards facing up like that, honest about who he was and what he was doing and he had nothing to hide and I knew he was the right guy to date at that point a couple years in I would say maybe two years in I knew that we'd probably get married 
because it just it was so easy. It was so yeah. effortless. Yeah. It was just fun and Unlike warm and it just it just worked and we just fit. There were no complaints. There we don't fight about anything. We are just it was just like it was meant to be. It was like yeah. we were we've known each other 25 past lives. Like that's yeah. how comfortable we are with each other. One of the things that I'll say, um, you know, based on the last relationship, one of the, the mistakes I made was I fantasized reality. Uh, and what I mean by that is when you are in the midst of a decision of whether or not you're going to spend your life with someone, you can't base that decision on who you're going to be, you know, what your money is going to look like. Um, you, you have to base it on what you have right now. You know, if what you have right now isn't enough and who you are isn't enough to for you to jump in and, and, and marry this person, then you don't need to do it because there are no guarantees that all those things that you project into the future are actually going to come to to life. You know, you don't know what the future is going to be. So, and that's the, that, that's one of the mistakes I made. I, I, I looked at, you know, our potential. I got married to our potential. And unfortunately, I didn't, you know, accept or really, I don't know, just uh, deal with the realities that we, uh, that we were living with. I'm a big fan of moving in together first so that you can, like, get accustomed. Because I hadn't lived with my partner in my previous marriage, that first year was rough. Just having somebody in your space, having somebody that you're accountable to at all times. Um, you can't like go to the store without being like, you gotta go to the store. Do you want anything? You know, so um, I'm a big fan of moving in together. So for our first year, we, we moved in together while we were dating um, pretty much right away. And um, But you always kept it in the car. Yes, I did. And I, I actually love that. I kept my apartment and subletted it just in case things didn't work out. I wouldn't be like on the street. This is New York. Apartments are hard to find. So. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> so I, I kept my apartment for three years until, um, and, and paid rent, like I subletted, but I didn't, I covered a portion of the rent still. And um, when we got engaged, it was a month before I was supposed to renew and I didn't after we got engaged. But living together makes all the difference in the world before yeah. you get married. Shack up. Shack up. Shack. Shack. It definitely helped um, us wade through all of the like first year craziness. The like, who ate my ice cream? And, like, fighting about the laundry and washing dishes. Like, you know, you're way past that by the time you get married. If you're living together. I don't remember us having many first year issues. Because because, because I, of, we came into this situation having been married before and knowing what our mistakes were and how to correct them. So, you know, I knew to move in right away <laughs> and we did that. So we had no issue with our first year. In terms of roles and responsibilities, we, yeah, we kind of knew what to expect. Yeah, yeah. to expect. Well, one of the things that I think we did really uh, well with was uh, deciding that it's about us first. 
because you know if we're good, he's great. Yeah, wow. he'll always be good as long as yeah. we put each other first. Right. And that's something a lot of mothers don't like to hear. And I'm like, my husband comes first. Because as long as this is good, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, I love him. He came out of my body. But I, there is no comparison to that kind of love. But if we don't put each other first and work on the relationship in terms of like, you know, like if we were riding in the car, something as simple as a road trip. I sat in the front seat with my husband and kept him company. Baby was in the front seat. Climb back there and deal with him. I climb back there, breastfed him, whatever. Got back in the front seat. I know mothers who would ride in the back seat the entire time with their infant, you know, and leave the husband to drive. And it, it's just, there's, it's just small things that, that, make all the difference in the world. The fact that like, you know, at night, if I had to get up and pump, he would go feed the baby in the bottle, you know, and just, we, he was really, really involved. And that, that was huge because I didn't expect him to take such an active role in um, when Pierce was an infant. It's a partnership, you know, and uh, well, putting each other first doesn't mean that, that you never like him. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> It, it just it just means that you know the relationship is important, and you realize that kids don't make a relationship easier. They actually put they, they actually put a wedge in between two people. Um, we just decided that it wouldn't be a wedge. We were going to make it work for us and not against us. And it's our first it's our first lap around the track, so you know this is we're all figuring it out. But it just made sense to us. You just kind of knew. I mean, I and, and that's the beautiful thing. See. We didn't have to, there was no argument, there was no discussion, we see eye to eye on just a basic fundamental level, it's, you know, you can't, there's not enough you can say about just being in sync with somebody, and uh, the value of that is just. But we also learn from other people's mistakes, and we've seen couples go through the, like, she doesn't meet when he has friends that come over and sit on the sofa, like, you know, she doesn't care about them, like, it's just baby, baby, baby. Or, you know, I haven't had sex in six months. Like, we realized that, that that's a big mistake in a lot of marriages. And, you know, we try to avoid those pitfalls. And, yeah. and I try to help my friends avoid those pitfalls. So, you know, yeah. we tend to be the couple people come to for advice and stuff. And, and I was going to say, you see the things that your parents are going You see the things that, you know, other friends are going And, you know, you'd be... So, and then you read all the articles in the right. times. And <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's kind of not opposite to, you know, certain things should just kind of be common sense, but sometimes common sense isn't so common. <laughs> and everybody has a different way. So, you know, let, let me not, there is no one, you know, formula. So. But we prioritize our relationship. Right. It's like in the forefront of our minds at all times. So, we're always thinking about, well, how do we make this better? How do we, um, how can I be a better wife? How can I find more happiness? There's more out there. I know it. <laughs> and we're pretty happy. And, and, you know, we just, we just, we seek, you know, the, the, we seek guidance from articles and, and, and other couples' relationships and just our parents. Good and bad. Our Good. parents have been married. You know, his parents, his mother's divorced, but, you know, They've been married 20 something years, 30. My parents have been married 43 years. So, yeah, we've seen our parents. 
Yeah. We know what to you, do different. You can't not learn something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And it's 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 harder when you're in the moment, you're experiencing life and you're in the middle of the relationship and you're like going through the like currents of life and stuff happening to just go with it and just lash out and go with your emotions. But we don't do that. We're very logical about um, how we treat each other and how we how we go about um, handling decisions and, and, and how we talk to each other. Just, just all of it. The words are so damaging, and I know that powerful. from my past relationships. So, like, I will not say something that I know um, would damage him mentally and have him thinking about it hours later or days later after we made up. I would never. We are very mindful because there are rules to war. If you're going to argue, there needs to be, you know, boundaries. That's right. We don't say anything that we can't take back. There are boundaries that you should never cross. And he's taught me that as well because he's a very, um, but (laughs) (laughs) but he can be a little introverted and he he thinks before he talks. And I tend to just (laughs) and. He's taught me how to just just living with him has taught me how to handle myself a little better. So I'm better at work because my process before I speak, <laughs> and that took some time. Definitely think about that and come back. I can harp sometimes on things like this being cooling situation. Yeah, I think I got on your nerves this morning. You were starting to. You yes, were like, yes, that that. I have no you, yes. control over when right. this guy gets That's here. Right. That's right. I need you to stop asking me That's when right. he's going to get here, and I was like, okay. You know, so with that said, sometimes you just need to let things go. You know, you need to accept what you have and just deal with it. You know, you can't. It, there's no sense. There's no sense in in talking Can things you curse into the. Yes. Okay. I like to bitch. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like to bitch. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, she does. I need that release. Like when things don't go my way, you know, I I have to avoid doing that at work because I'm very cognizant of like my staff and like the kind of environment I want. But when I get home, it's like no holds barred. I'm going to bitch about whatever it is that's bothering me. And it's usually external outside the relationship. But you know what? Sometimes it's internal. Like, you know. Even with that, because I'm so, because I'm so good at ignoring it, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I just, I just, I turn, I have a off. That's what gets on my nerves. We're getting to it. He, he tunes me out sometimes. And he said it. Remember, you were in a doghouse for like 13 days on Facebook. Yeah. I put him in yeah. a doghouse on Facebook for 13 days. Yeah. You know what he said to me in front of my mother, in the car, on our way to Connecticut? He goes, um, yeah, I just tune her out. And I was like, because I was bitching about something. And he was like, I was in the backseat and I was like, you tune me out. And that's why this happens. And that's why that, because you don't listen to me. You just, you just ignore me. I'm just ignored. And he's like, see, that's what I do. I just, I find a way, find a place in my brain. I go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I didn't talk to him for 13 days. Yeah. And then I was like, doghouse day number one, Facebook. Doghouse day number two. <laughs> By doghouse day number like six, people were inboxing him like what did you do <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah i didn't talk he tunes me out so we're gonna be friends so we can get that and see what that looks like what from facebook oh, oh, yes. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> people were like uh-oh <laughs> hey 
Yeah. Can, I, can, I, can I get a paper towel? Sure, I know sure. I must be like, <laughs> I promise. I feel like I'm dripping. <laughs> Wait, I have the uh, Wait, straight sauna, sauna in this yeah. gym. Yeah. Oh, I have a chip. I have a uh, nice little cute blotters. I need some towels. Black, don't wipe. So, um, I would, the role that social media plays in my life uh, is really no role. I, I'm very rarely on it. I, I, I'm one of those people who, you know, it doesn't even make sense for me to have a Facebook account. I do, though. I never post. I never look at it. it you know, I'm just too busy. There's so much other stuff that I have to do in my day. I'm just so not interested in checking in. I would really prefer that she not have me in a doghouse on Facebook for 30 days. <laughs> but, you know, and we had a conversation about that. And I don't think she's she's done much of that since because I think that is, uh, yeah, it's, first of all, it's about the business. But secondly, you know, oh, I put you in the doghouse again on Facebook when. Um, but the, I when, wouldn't even know. That's the thing because I don't check it. Yeah. Facebook's kind of like MySpace. Yeah. Not MySpace, but my. Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. I don't so, any of them. so I cut my hair uh, last year. Uh, I took off 13 inches, and it was short. It's like here, and uh, I came home, <laughs> and I was like, I "What do you talking. think?" And he was like, "It's alright, it's cool." <laughs> and like, I just cried in my stylish chair. Like, I just cut off 13 inches. I'm like, I did not expect it's cool. So I go to work, and Parker Gregory. Um, who's on the men's board and a friend of Andre's. Um, he's a he's a model. Comes in and he goes, oh, Latoya, you cut your hair. It's sassy. And I was like, thank you, Parker. And I posted it on Facebook. I was like, and Parker comes in and I put, put a big picture of Parker. I was like, we love Parker. And then all my girlfriends were like, yeah, that was weak, Dre. Like, yeah. And he didn't care. He didn't see it right away. People <laughs> brought it to his attention. His friends brought it to his attention, but he didn't care. I'm I'm the social media butterfly. I I'm I just got on Instagram last year, so I'm still trying to figure that out. It's social media is a full time job, though. so mm-hmm. like I I on my downtime at work, I keep it up on my computer. It's so one of my tabs. It's like permanently up. And if um it, you know if I'm on a boring phone call, I'll just like you know race through. It it doesn't really. It doesn't impact our relationship because he's not on it liking girls' pictures and liking booty shots. And he's just, he's too smart for that. Andre won't do it. He's like, that's trouble I don't need. Don't need it. Too many of his friends are like having trouble. You liked her picture and you, he just doesn't even. And then he doesn't police me so I can like whoever I want. (laughs) 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 So... So, um, you know, we don't really, no, we, don't, we don't, have don't have any problems other than me putting him in the doghouse right. occasionally. We're not yeah. Doing, we're not doing that. Why, why do you feel the need to Because I, I don't have like a social media persona. Like I am who I am. And if I'm at the office bitching about something, like I'm on Facebook bitching about the same exact thing. Like I try to be the same person because I'm like on, on Facebook, it's really just my friends. Like, like all, I don't even know how many friends I have, but like, they're all just my friends. So 
I don't care. Like if I'm having a problem in my life, like I, I'm the kind of person that wears my heart on my sleeve. Everyone knows if we're upset with each other or if I'm upset with him. Everybody knows because it's like, I'm not going because Andre's getting on my nerves. So I can't, you know, or I'm coming without him. I've definitely traveled a couple of times, just like go visit a girlfriend in Chicago or whatever. I'm like coming without him, like he's getting on my nerves. So now okay. imagine, imagine if I was on Facebook too. And I was responding to the uh, to these accusations. <laughs> but I also post um, like when like I'm completely like when he does something wonderful. No, she does. I'm like, she does. She does. so it's like Facebook gets both. And I, it just it's 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 the new you know it's you got to meet people where they are. Like it used to be that people would be on the phone for hours. Girl, let me tell you, blah blah blah. Now it's. It's this, you know? So it's like same with like online dating. Like you used to have to be at that bar at that point in time when that person was there to like have met them in the past. Whereas now you just meet people where they are and they're all online. So it's just, I don't know. I'm like, you know, it's too much work. Okay. He just refuses. He's like, I can't. I mean, you literally spend hours upon hours just responding to comment. It's just too much. Or just looking at video. It's just way too much. You can get yeah, lost. It's a productivity people tell him people yeah well you know every now and then i do get an alert because i tag him so it'll, he'll be like what did you, did oh, no, you post a picture of me she'll, or she'll also you? ask me yeah and i'm like did you check did facebook you check today he's like no i'm like okay mm-hmm. like should i did you say something so yeah We've got a lot of advice. I would say continue to date each other. And when I say that, I don't mean like have a date night. Like that's too, we don't do that. That's too contrived for us. You have to treat each other as though it's the same, the first month that you're, you're seeing each other. Butterflies and like, the looks and the, you look great. I really like that dress. And the, the, we're big on please and thank you. Because I think a, really, a big relationship killer is um, taking each other for granted. And it's so easy to do because you're going through day-to-day life and it's like, you know, the humdrum of life happens. And But I thank him and ask him for everything. So like if I come home and he did the dishes, I'm going to go, hey, Thank you so much for doing the dishes today. That was that was really great of you. He's like, no, I don't have to do it. And like, I can go hang out with peers. And he's like, oh, you're welcome. No problem. Like, just that little bit, like, he feels appreciated. He feels like, you know, I don't take him for granted. I know what it's like to be in a relationship with somebody who isn't cooperative. As it relates to how you want your life and how you want to live. So I don't take for granted that he has to be nice to me. He doesn't have to be nice to me every day. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't even have to come home. He could easily just be like, I'm out. I'm out with my boys or, you know, I'm out doing whatever. I'm working late or, you know, I don't have to do that. Or he could just be a jerk. He could be an a-hole all day long and we'd probably still be married fussing and fighting and just hating each other. So I appreciate that he doesn't 
you know, I appreciate his temperament. I appreciate his his um, thoughtfulness. And I tell him and I show him the peace and thank you as often as possible. And it's funny because Pierce has picked it up. He leads me by example. You know, he'll be like, Mommy, I want to thank you for that very delicious dinner. You didn't have to make that for me. And I appreciate you. And I'm like, you are awesome. Because Andre is very much like, you know, he's like, a lover boy. He's like he's like a lover, not a fighter. So he like Pierce has picked up his personality, but he also has picked up our appreciation for each other. He's like, Daddy, I want to thank you for the bowl of cereal. He said that this morning. Thanks for the cereal, Dad. And he takes it into the sink and he puts it down. And it's like just it's that amazing. little bit. It's amazing what they pick up. But just that yeah. little bit is so important for the relationship. He is his own person. I am my own person. So just acknowledging our individuality, acknowledging that, you know, you're here and you don't have to be. You're, you're in a good mood today and you don't have to be. You're nice to me today and you don't have to be. I can appreciate that because I've been down that road and it's just, please and thank you is a big part of our advice. Please and thank you. Always. I would say uh, keep it sexy. Seriously, because the, the, the sex appeal in a relationship can go so quick. Uh, you know, all of those things that you were doing when you were dating, you know, all that, better yet, all the things that you weren't doing. Nope, don't play farty games. You know, I mean, no that, farty that, games. None of that. You don't, I don't, don't get don't, that comfortable. Listen, listen, if somebody's <laughs> going to the bathroom, you don't need to be sharing the bathroom. Yeah, know, don't be on the toilet. He's like, all, the of that, all of that we sort of stuff, that. couples, yeah. that's, that's a, a recipe for, you know, disaster. It's a recipe that, to, to have a roommate. Eventually. Right. Eventually, your you relationship will be like, like with your brand. You have to like, keep the relationship sexy. Respect the bathroom door. There are three L's that I think, no, four, four L's that I think are really important. Obviously, love. You have to like each other. Like, like is so undervalued. You have to like each other. Laughter. You have to laugh at the same things, man. If you don't, that's that's such an important thing to share between two people. And the last thing, not that it's last on the list, but lust. The lust, the, 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 the lust has to be there because otherwise you're just roommates, you're just friends, you know. Um, so yeah, I would, I would definitely say just make sure that you keep that part of your relationship alive because you know when things get hard, it's one of the first things that can go. Um, and what that means, not, not in addition to just, uh, you know, she mentioned uh, continue dating each other. A part of that is that mind frame that you're in when you're dating. You're trying to, you want to impress. You want to look good for your for your partner. Um, and that not just not, not necessarily just in what you wear, but making sure you stay. And that's it's, that's the first thing to go because when you're like a full-time, you work full-time, you have your full-time mom, you know, it's really control and keeping my weight situated. <laughs> It's going to go up and down with, with all of us. And then being married happens. to a model, you know, it's like he's surrounded by, he works with the most beautiful women in the world. And I don't expect to compete with that, but I have to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm all a five foot three, but I'm going to try. So, you know, I, I, you know, I feed them healthy. I eat healthy. You know, we have to work out. We work out together. Um, 
I, you know, especially like after the baby, that was a really hard time for me. You know, I had a little postpartum depression and, you know, my body wasn't doing what it needed to do. And I'm breastfeeding, it's like milk everywhere. You don't feel sexy, but, you know, we have rules on like how frequently we should be having sex. And like, you know, that's another thing. There's a twice a week rule in this household. That's good advice, especially through pregnancy. That's a big deal. Because a girlfriend sat me down, she she bestowed her wisdom on me. She said, girl, her husband had cheated on her um, while she was pregnant with her first child. So they'd made it through a really rough patch. And when he, um, by the time they got around to the second child, she said to me, whatever you should have when I, I was about five months pregnant at the time, she said, sat me down, she said, listen, you're not going to want him to touch you. You're pregnant. You're not going to want, like, you're, you're just going to be like, <gasps> she's like, there is such a thing as an obligatory sex. You are a wife, you're not having sex with him, somebody else is. And I was like, hey, what I mean, you know how we are as women. And I sat down and I thought about it, and I was like, well, she's been down this road, so I'm not one that needs to touch the fire to know that, you know, I'm gonna get burned. I saw that it burned you, I'm good. Um, so I, you know, I was like, okay, so I was like, once a week, every week, once a week, every week, and I just planted it in my brain and I worked out a schedule. And once a week, every week, all the way through my pregnancy till the very last month, I was just like, I can't wail. I just, ah. And, um, but, you know, he had friends that would come over and be like, dude, I know you're hurting right now. And he's like, no, I'm good. Actually, we're good. And like one of his friends who had, who like had that problem um, for like six months. Um, That's crazy. He, I mean, listen, he was yeah, like, we, we don't have that. Crazy. We don't have that issue. And he was just like, oh. Yeah. So I'm sure he went home to his wife and like beat her up about it. But um, yeah, so like that's another piece of advice. When you get pregnant, once a week, every week, fix your mind, do it, just do it. She'll get into it. <laughs> right. And if you start off not really, you know, you get into it. No, 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 that's a given. That's a given. So you'll made up your mind, you make sure you get home, you shower, you get yourself situated, you put on that nice little thing and he comes home and he's like, what's this? And you're like, hi, you know? And, hey, and it's, yeah. it, 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 it helps your sex life when you're actively like, you know, involved in planning it because men need you to initiate. In, in marriage, it's so easy for the man to always be like, hey honey, hey honey, hey honey, hey honey. And the woman's always just, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, not just because it's sex, it's crazy. <laughs> but no, she's, no. I mean, just to, to be, to, you know, the fact that you understand. You know, but I got good advice. Paying it forward. <laughs>